I mean, not quite in live frame. He's Although, perfect. <laughs> I think perfect. it's convenient for you to be having cut off. Well, when you hear my voice, I'm the one talking. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's, you rotate it even It's further. like a real podcast. That's good, too. Uncle Gilbert Godfrey, is that you? <laughs> no, it's me, Adam. <laughs> Elise, would you do the honors of playing A Hat in Time? Oh, really? For all of us? I'm really oh, curious about this game. Yeah, I don't know too much about it other than it looks cute, and Actually, hats are really hot right now because of Mario. It's true. Oh, yeah, you're right. We're, we're entering hat season. I'll, at least will you be able to see okay for both? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh. Looks like she's got good eyesight. Hey, welcome to a... I don't. <laughs> disappointing bowl of dude suit. Oh, today's Jeez. today's theme is disappointment. That was, that was fast. Oh, wow. Disappointment. Man, we haven't even started yet. No. I'm Ira Glass in it, you guys. This is my thing. I'm gonna be the next Ira Glass. I got the hair. I got the glasses. He keeps saying, he keeps saying <laughs> and I have the teeth. Oh, hold on, let me. I don't think your goal should ever be to be a man on public access. How dare you? No, that was what? Not. Ira Glass is a national treasure. Yeah, he's probably know. worth a lot of money too. Yeah, Jeez, Adam. but a you can't be him. Are. That's true. You be, your only own, one. be your own man, Lawrence. Why couldn't yeah. I be him? I Because there's already an Ira Glass. He's well, great. I'm your host and Ira Glass sound, behave, and look alike, uh, Lawrence Sontag. I'm joined by many fine people. We'll start with uh, James Williams. How are you? Hello! It's Pimsy. Man. Oh, my favorite. The last Pimsy, Bruce Green. Hello! The second to last Pimsy, Adam Kovic. How you all doing? And the master of all Pimsies, Elise Willems. Hello! Thank you guys for joining us today. Our podcast today is brought to you by two fine sponsors, which I am uh, going to pull up as soon as my phone. Is one of them so Pimsy? The, <laughs> you wish. Sadly, no. Also, the Wi-Fi in this building today is dead. It's because of the sewage. It is. Oh yeah, yeah. Our our boys in the bungalow are dealing with a little sewage problem. I feel terrible. At for least them. you have to do the diving board. Oh, you think so? The child in me okay, will yeah. not sit here idly while the you. Child don't do the child in me that was never allowed to do diving boards like this. <laughs> so, used to disappointment. For the audio only listeners, Elise is playing a hat in time, a cutesy game about a child wearing a hat that presumably will allow her to travel through time. Uh, and there was a diving board leading into a pool full of pillows in her. It's like um, her bedroom. The, for for uh, blind people or deaf people mm-hmm. in dis- oh, he's describing everything oh, yeah, yeah. Descriptive, I'm the audio. descriptive audio yeah uh, okay here we go uh, LTE got my back thanks Google Fi it was not a sponsor so never mind this podcast is brought to you by two sponsors Blue Apron and Stitch Fix you can visit blueapron.com slash soup to get your first three meals for free and to get started at stitchfix.com slash dude soup to get 25% off if you keep all five items in your Stitch Fix box we'll hear more about that offer later First up, how you guys doing? This hey, is the, this is the banter good. part of the show. We're entering banter, so please, please. Oh, be I like when you go banter. Yeah, yeah, you point a gun. I demand um, everyone. I can well, give you a quick follow from last week in my stomach. Yeah, yeah. Hey, your stomach. Adam's what? terrible digestive issues. I went to the doctor this morning, and they good. said we don't know what it is, but we're gonna shove a camera down your throat nice. uh, when you come back from uh, RTX UK. Well, that'll be fun. Some look forward yeah. to. Yeah, and uh, I, was, I was telling this to Bruce earlier, but they said so. There's gonna be two choices. You can do Twilight, which is the one that knocks you out. Um, or there's the one that killed Michael Jackson. Which one do you want? <laughs> the best, that's the way he said yeah, it. Yeah, the best part is that's what the doctor said. And right? he, was, he was like, the drug I, that killed he's Michael like, Jackson. Yeah, he's like, I'm just Coca-Cola. asking because uh, your insurance might not cover the one that killed Michael Jackson because that one's more expensive. <laughs> but we do have an option where you can just pay like a hundred bucks out of pocket to get the one that killed Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, like, should, the, the one that killed Michael Jackson should be dirt cheap. This is the problem with the but medical it works really well with, with the medical programs in America. <laughs> oh boy. It's because they charge a lot. Shouldn't capitalism determine that that drug is less popular now? It killed Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, that's right. So the well, price should drop. Would well, that make so it the, more popular? Well, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, I'm be, like, if people, the, maybe people, people want to die like Michael Jackson. Like Michael Jackson. I'm, I'm going to assume yeah. there were other things in Michael Jackson that may have 
no. accounted for. No, I, 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 I think there was some that. mix. Yeah, there might I have been some go for it. cocktail of drugs. I think I think I might. I don't know because he was saying like, yeah, we're gonna be shoving like a camera down your throat and like, because I, I did I've done Twilight before and I remember being like kind of awake during it, like uh -oh. kind of half asleep. Like fire in the sky. A little fire. Oh in the sky. man, that's yeah. such a scary movie. It's Poor Adam. Okay. Anyway, so uh, yeah, when I come back in November, I I'll... think you'll always have some recollection of what happened to you. It just won't be entirely accurate. Also, that should be some really hot footage. You should get that and put it on your yeah, YouTube dude. Channel. Yeah, are Adam they, probed. Are they doing like an X-ray of your upper GI? Because I had one of those done once, oh, and then you oh. drink like a fluid, and then they do the ultrasound yeah, of yeah. it. Oh no, no, I gotta, I have to like fast. They're they're quite literally gonna put a camera down in my stomach and check if it's a bacterial infection. Mm. Well, hey, at least they're gonna look. I know, I know, Adam, you in the yeah. past, and certainly anyone who's dealt with recurring or chronic uh, physical problems, it can be very frustrating and disheartening to go to a doctor and have them be either be dismissive or try a bunch of things routinely, each of which has no effect, and each time you go to a new doctor, you gotta do the same thing I, over and over again. I don't think I've ever seen a sick doctor, and so I think they're just like these gods that walk among men, and they're just so disgusted by our ability oh, sure. to get sick. So every time I'm like, yeah, my stomach hurts, <clears throat> and I was going, he's like, God, just die already. Yeah. Be gone. Why are you alive? I thought they were all addicted to pain medication, because they yeah. can get it for free anytime they want. Fair. They You're can not. write their own Is prescription. Is that just because yeah. you saw House? Um, no. <laughs> nice. Good recovery. <laughs> Man, I, I love, I love respecting Bruce's opinion, which I do about everything. Do you, do you, you guys should. ever think about how, <laughs> how dark your stomach is? Oh, it's so scary. No Sometimes I put food in my mouth and I go, oh, it's so scary. Yeah. <laughs> There's no light in there. Yeah, There's no light. True. It's gotta be so dark. Imagine if you were eaten by something. You think about being digested. Mm. Oh, I've right? seen a lot of videos. But think about effect. how dark it'd be while you're being digested. There was well, some... that's the weird thing. All the Vore videos I've seen imply that there's you have like some kind of head-mounted lamp when you're being swallowed and going through crystal stomach. You, go. that's you solved it. Yeah. <sighs> Well, there was some <laughs> random comic book they were handing out. You can't like, jerk it was like a, it if you can't see it. Um, do you remember that game Rampage? Yes. So there was a. I'm kind of answered for everybody there. But yeah, it was know, it was like it was like a. I do. Yeah, it was it was like a Rampage comic or something. But there was I remember it was this really creepy comic. Someone just handed it out. It was only like four pages long, and it was just about giant monsters like Rampage creatures just eating people. Cool. And it was cool. following the people as they went down into their stomachs, yeah. and people were drowning in the stomach acids. I was like, Jesus Christ! Cool. It was frightening. That's, that sounds awesome. Sounds anyway, sounds like, it sounds like the Sarlacc. When you're all wet and like squished and you're being dominated by a creature and it just makes you real nope, horny scary. for no reason. Too what? scary. Okay, first discussion topic of the no. day. Oh, um, okay. That was it. That uh, was the banter. Yeah, banter <laughs> over. Well, if you want to continue bantering. <laughs> we call it a cold open. I had a, yeah, there you go. Mm. I got to warm up the audience a little bit. I had a banner weekend. Uh, Given, Wait, given, no, now it's his time. His turn to banter. Yeah, now it's no, my no, no. time. No, no, this is what we're talking about. No, he's I gonna, just, he's gonna segue us into. Oh, is he? Oh boy, yeah. they're okay, setting me right. up real hard right now. Uh, I don't know. I watch Howard the Duck. There you go. Did you watch Howard the Duck? I did. Segue into anything. He's just gonna tell first us time? Howard the Duck. Last first time. First time. Okay. No, no. So it's uh, Lawrence. Remember when we were in the car the other day? Yes, and I was. You a, said you were gonna watch. I was about to bring that up. Okay, okay. It was part of. It was part of a larger project. I. It's a spoonful of sugar or trash, I guess, in this case. So I did watch many fine movies, such as. Uh, Christine. Saw Christine for the first time, which is actually really good. The Stephen King car killing car. Yeah. Uh, that was the. That's. No! I told I, you to watch Godfather yeah, Part God 1 and Part 2. I, I watched fucking Blade Runner and Kingsman over the weekend, in addition to 
Christine, Bram Stoker's Dracula, and Howard the Duck. <laughs> you didn't watch any good movies this weekend. <laughs> what do you mean? Blade Runner was amazing. Those so, are new movies. Yeah, these, these are these are not you, like you said in the car, wanting Bram to Stoker like recalibrate your cinematic palette. And Bram Stoker's Dracula was actually Bram really Stoker's fascinating. Dracula. It's fascinating. It's not good. No, no yeah. it's not good. But it was Whoa, very educational. Are you Dracula? But, I just like that I, I said you should watch Godfather Part 1 and Part 2, and you said, hmm, Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> did, are we going to watch, what, Jack? Jack's also? a good one. Yeah, it was Jack. So here's the, Jeez. Uh, the the context is, it was late, and I was already falling asleep, so I just put oh, it Oh, okay, so you knew you'd fall asleep. Yeah, I didn't want to miss it. I mean, I, I had already spent all my mental faculties watching two good and well-made movies. Like, you mean Christine? King, Kingsman and, and, and oh, Blade Runner. Oh, okay, and yeah, Christine was okay. I want to say it was good. It was okay. I like I liked it. And Howard the Duck? What oh, did you feel about that? Fuck me. It's really I, bad. So Howard Real the Duck is, is amazing evidence that George Lucas kind of doesn't and never knew what he was doing. Um, sorry, George. Like, yeah, boy, what a controversial opinion, right? So we kind of talked about this a little bit with um, Dan this weekend. Um, and it's a Ridley Scott. Dis- There's some filmmakers who just like movies. Mm. They're not necessarily geniuses. They are auteurs of their craft. But like, you're like, how does how's Ridley Scott able to make Prometheus and Alien? You know, right. how's he able to make Gladiator, but then also like other garbage? Ew. Like, how does he do that? Mm. And it's because he just likes making movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that George Lucas is that same way. I think he loves movies. He doesn't get too in depth into what about the filmmaking process he loves about it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not a, I don't think he's a Christopher Nolan type who scrutinizes every single detail. Yeah. He just goes, this is, which is a big thing when they, when this, the prequels came out and they were all CG'd. It was like, well, if you watch any documentary about the making of Star Wars and you see how frustrated and how he almost died trying to manage all the practical mm-hmm. aspects of filmmaking. Sure. No shit you'd want to do something where you could adjust the number yeah. in, in After Effects and get the solution you want. But then on the flip side, you got like J.J. Abrams on his hands and knees crawling through sand with three puppets on him and he's the happiest he's ever been. Well, yeah. Because he, he wants to make a movie that you can feel. Yeah, no, but I mean the dude, but the dude still makes kind of cinematic blockbuster things. Oh, sure. Like, absolutely. But, know. well, but I, I think I th- they're all film lovers. They're just people approaching it from different angles. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, that was I, the other. I, I, I also saw Purple Rose of Cairo. Oh, I like Purple Rose. Right, of Cairo. Okay. I too. All right. Okay. I all right. I will accept that. What as, is that? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm it's really, a Woody I'm, Allen movie. Okay. Oh, all right. It's it's and, sure. and in the way that Woody Allen movies like at the at the halfway point introduce a fantastic element that hard mm-hmm. lefts the entire film. It, it definitely yeah. does that, but it's very charming. No. Um, very, very, again, uh, still, it's weird. I've never seen it. has a lot of magical surrealism, like yeah. Midnight in Paris. Yeah, very, very mm. similar to, which I haven't seen just by premise, though. Um, but I thought it was amusing that both Bram Stoker's Dracula and uh, Purple Rose of Cairo are both very uh, reverent of 30s Hollywood, but just in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. That's my banter. All right. All right. Nice banter. Thank you. Good thank job. You. Way hey, to go. Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, good oh, banter. Nice. That was really good. good. All right, so we, now we got to earn a title for this fucker. Uh, what do you mean? Does Lawrence watch Bram Shirker's Dracula? <laughs> yeah, we, we had a bunch of I we had a bunch years. of topics we were going to discuss. Boy, do we ever, James! All right, um, let's do so it. Don't yeah, earn, let's... don't make it feel like it's an obligation for a title. Let's <laughs> talk about what we want to uh, talk. I wanted about. to talk about that stuff. Well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to, I'm gonna throw it to you guys. So here's here's the happenings. Here's what's going on in in internet pop game and movie trend culture, whatever. Uh, and apologies if there's something you're worked up about about that I don't represent here. Uh, people lose their minds over sugar sauce at McDonald's. Szechuan sauce shortages cause mm. mass hysteria across the nation. Um, 
Battlefront 2 has loot boxes that are bad. Uh, apparently, <laughs> pretty bad. According to the beta, yeah, there are yeah. severe gameplay implications to loot boxes that you get at a snail's pace, provided that the pacing in the beta is going to be the same as retail. Oh, he's giving more money. Or you can just drop bricks <laughs> of money on the game and, and have a legitimate functional advantage over other players. There you go. Um, That's easy. Well, and since the game's here. free, it makes sense. Wait a minute, no, it's at sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, you see the leaves. <laughs> the leaves are fucking great. Yeah, the leaves are pretty fucking great. Which is why sixty dollars well, for the leaves. We haven't decided to do anything else. And then um, I guess the third option is there is a bit of a dust up over the weekend again um, between Casey Neistat and Jimmy Kimmel, or rather, both made videos about. The Vegas Massacre, I guess, as it's being referred to. It's more of a dust-up between them and YouTube than it is. Yes. No. Yes, that's Jimmy correct. I didn't mean Casey to pitch Neistat. it as a feud yeah. or anything like that. But, uh, so, Casey Neistat's video, all the profits of which were going to charity, was deemed as not advertiser-friendly. Um, Phil DeFranco captured a response that YouTube said, as a statement of policy, they are not going to monetize any videos about a tragedy like that. Mm -hmm. Theoretically, to prevent you know, ambulance chasers and people from stirring up conspiracy videos and just right. profiteering off of other people's tragedy. Meanwhile, uh, Jimmy Kimmel uh, delivered a long and, and pretty powerful monologue on the subject, and people saw ads running on that on YouTube. So like, hey, YouTube, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. um, there, was a, there was a discussion to be had there, and, and YouTube, YouTube talking heads the, the net over could not wait to dogpile on this situation. <laughs> sure. Turns out to YouTube various degrees perfect. of authenticity. <laughs> yes, and... and that, that's a very easy story to get mad at. If you True. look at if you yeah. look at the surface level, if you look level, at it superficially, yeah. yes, yeah, that's, um, that's pretty easy. But there's a, I don't know, you want to talk about that one real well, quick? Well, that's the thing. Yeah. That's, that has a very easy solution. Sugar sauce, uh, <laughs> uh, um, people getting mad on YouTube, it's or Shezwan sauce, uh, Shezwan, or people don't know how to get their laser guns. Hey Bruce, how do you spell Shezwan? S Z E C H U A N. Did he do I it? Think that's right. Yeah. I think he got it. Bruce, yeah. how do you have my mind for this? I don't know. You're I'm like sure. Rainbow. I've, I've always <laughs> had it. I got I got settled that too. I got second place in a spelling bee a long time ago, and I wanted to kill myself. What word? What word knocked you out? Because you know which one it is. It was a uh, rheumatism. Ooh, that's a rough one. That's uh, a tough word. E U T I S M. Well, there's an a M and an A in there too, but um, <laughs> but also implied. Also, I was only why fuck. I was I was only ten at the time, so I didn't I don't Damn. I didn't know that word. You should go up against those whatever second graders, the fourteen again. year olds. Yeah, I still couldn't beat them. They're way smarter oh, than I. Am. They're way more artistic. They practice mm -hmm. so hard. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so just out of a courtesy to the audience, I do apologize. I mean, people people have gotten weary of YouTube-centric topics in the mm -hmm. past. Uh, so we won't, I don't think we'll linger on this too long. We can add some clarification, I think we can do that. Yeah. Uh, so, so I provided some brief detail. I can, I can run down the story in more detail. Um, actually, I covered most of the big points. I think the, the problem now is what we have is an apparent uh, conflict of, in, or not conflict, but apparent violation of policy from YouTube's own mouth. An apparent uh, a bit one. of hypocrisy, if you will. Yeah, on the surface, that's what it looks like. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, being in the YouTube game, as long as we have, and also, uh, and also Adam uh, found some good stuff uh, that... Well, if you just Google... You can just Google. You can just Google it. There's so, a story from 2015 yes. that kind of clarifies this whole thing up. So the ads that run on YouTube are not all sold by YouTube. Um, so it is possible that Jimmy Kimmel's video also got deemed as not uh, friendly for advertisers, but YouTube wasn't the one serving ads on that video. And this is from a uh, article, like Adam said, uh, from Wall Street Journal in September 2015, and it's September 2015. So if you if you want to in your head, if you're like, well, it's Wall Street Journal, so we can't trust them, this is well before any of that shit got stirred up. 
Oh, the YouTube stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Before it was like PewDiePie is getting discredited. Well, well, also, also it's stuff. not a, it's not an article with an agenda. It's, it's just no commenting on, happened, yeah. on a business. Yeah. Uh, like not acquisition, but a business development. Yeah. Essentially, the article lays out that ABC. Yes, ABC. Um, is tired of splitting revenue with YouTube, which is harsh, by the way. When YouTube sells ads on your video, they take a, like a 50-45% cut, yep. which sounds bad, except for the fact that they do all the work and provide the platform, and it's free. So Correct. keep those yep. things in mind. Yeah. Yeah. But a business getting half their ad revenue taken, that kind of sucks. So uh, ABC cut a deal to uh, sell and run their own ads through YouTube system, which you can do. Mm. And theoretically, that is what's happening I, now. I believe at the time, so... Jimmy Kimmel's clips have always been pretty viral or they, they it, it, people kind of use it in lieu of just watching the show now. Yeah. They're like, just give me the good stuff. I'll watch it on the YouTube channel. And from what I think the story says, ABC was tired of YouTube taking its cut. So they just turned off ads mm-hmm. and said, fuck it. We're not going to do it. And YouTube was like, well, there's got to be some sort of deal we can work out because you're getting millions of views. And so that think how much money that's costing YouTube yeah. from Every time someone's watching a video, like I, I wish there was some sort of chart that explained like X every time you watch a video X amount of times, based on servers, power, energy, all these things, how much did that cost YouTube? Because if mm-hmm. say a video gets 13 million views and all ads are turned off and there's no monetization coming out of that, YouTube's gotta be sweating, going like, what the fuck do we do? So they they clearly worked out some sort of deal that it worked out that either YouTube's making some money or they're breaking even. Yeah. So, and and this is, it's not a simple answer, like most things in life. Um, it, it does seem certainly damning when those two images are lined up side by side. We don't run ads, boom, there's an ad. But I, what seems to be in this situation is, yeah, like Adam said, ABC had worked out their own deal. And it's not Google AdSense, which is Google's product by which they match ads to a video or a web page or Gmail or whatever. And then sh- and split that revenue with the creator. So it is it is possible, and we've reached out to YouTube uh, this morning. Since it's doing the podcast on Monday is kind of tough because if we're researching stories, people don't have a lot of time to actually respond to us, so it's not their fault. Um, just kind of blindsided them this Plus morning with new email. media. Most of those people don't get into the office until eleven. Well, first you got to get in, go to lunch. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, it's time for you lunch. Go, you go to the uh, what is it? The relax chamber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or whatever. Have a beer, a nap pod. I guess like two thirty rolls around. It's time to get some work done, and then you know go home around four. Yeah. To be to be fair, we don't know that yeah. that's actually what happened with yeah. Jimmy Kimmel. We yep. have no idea. So YouTube may be serving ads on Jimmy Kimmel. We don't know that. We um, don't know. It's it is but very it, very but possible. But I think what we can walk away from is saying. Man, when you get angry first and then start looking for answers, it's always going to make finding the the correct answers harder. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like, and so maybe it is the case, but if you're just angry for the sake of it, and you feel like this fits a narrative that you've already built in your head, Mm. then it's going to be really difficult to come to a an accurate conclusion about it, and then improve the situation for everyone else. But we know that that's the way this this you know like whole thing works on the internet is that everything is right away yep and we're all very reactionary etc 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 so uh i think i mean like also another thing is those creators and this isn't a necessarily bad thing they're rewarded Mm -hmm. for being reactionary because then they get more views more subscribers Mm -hmm. more people watch them and they rally a cause around them so even even if youtube wasn't serving ads on the Kimmel video and then and ABC was serving the ads on the Kimmel video mm. and they clarify and they release a video and they say, hey guys, yeah. we were wrong. Blah, blah. It doesn't matter. 
Yeah. They got all the views they needed. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's why, like, well, Bruce, there what is happens when th those videos get demonetized. What do you mean? The, like uh, the yeah. drama alert videos? What happens when reporting about YouTube also is not incentivized? That'd be nice. Well, yeah, then, uh, then they'll have to go somewhere else. Like, it, it's, it's, there, right now, yeah. there's a very, there's very little disadvantage to being reactionary. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. so I, sorry I to interrupt. You, you were, no, you no, were I was done. I was done. Okay. I, I see, actually, so on one side, I could see YouTube's side where they're saying, like, when you have a video that has nothing but good intentions, so Casey Nice has videos for charity. I'm, I'm making for, this yeah, video, really all the money's going to charity. You are taking that on faith that someone's doing that. That's true. It takes one person to go, hey guys, all this money's going to charity, and then it doesn't go to charity. Right, right. Like, it's like how can you verify? Right, sure. Right. I mean, it, it's that that uh, freaking meme of someone hitting the like button and then it turns into water <laughs> for you know well, someone in yeah. an African village. In your mind, you're like, I watched this guy's video, I helped. He said it's all going to charity. It's like. Okay. Well, yeah. Did he did he proof? Know. Like, did he did he take a screenshot of the check that he wrote? Did he release well, the tax? I mean, good people. I would say that I don't know. Also, the whole process, the way it works, is super complex. So then he makes the money, and I honestly think that he would. Oh yeah. But so for course. the next person that comes along, right? What's like, to stop someone from? They get paid yeah. a month later, right? Mm -hmm. And it's alongside. However much money they also get paid for the other videos that they put on their channel. Well, they can check analytics to find out how much one video made. They yeah. can yeah. do that. So no, like, I know. Like 2500 bucks, you can cut a check for 2500 No, I know so. they can, but that's relying on the creator to, oh, do, absolutely. to do that absolutely. legwork. Is, yeah. mm -hmm. There's not, I don't, as far as I know, there's no option in YouTube uh, to say, monetize this, but send it to this channel. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you collect that, the money and then you pay That would forward. be nice. That would honestly. be kind of a cool thing. <laughs> yeah, that would be a nice um, feature. So I'm saying I can see YouTube's position saying, we don't oh, want people to be taken advantage of mm. when there is a crisis or something I saying, going. Okay. hey, donate to this thing. Sorry, and they could totally be... Like you were and then they didn't do it. No, 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 no. It's I, the, I, it's I the next think, one. Yeah, yeah. There's, for every one person with good intentions, there's 20 with bad. I understand. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm glad you clarified that. I was getting a little... No, no, absolutely. I, that's what I'm saying. It just it, it, There's always, there's always going to be a bad apple. There's someone who's going to take advantage of that. There's always going to be the guy who... All he wants to do is rip your videos and re-upload them and make money on it because he doesn't want to do his own work. Yeah. So that's why YouTube put things puts things in place like content ID and these other things to stop that bad behavior. And because the sad truth is there are more bad people than there are good people, especially on YouTube. Yeah. Well said, Adam. What? <laughs> yeah. The uh, read our comments will, once in a while, and you will what, see what will become a, a growing no, we have trend. Very good comments. What what one of the in a very Ira Glass sort of way. Jeez, uh, <laughs> oh boy, here we go. One of the things that I found interesting <laughs> about all the topics this uh, and this week, maybe not Star Wars so much, but most of the other topics involve an, an element of there's a lot of activity going on, a lot, and you, the internet has a way of bubbling up the extremes, the good and the bad, mostly the bad. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on, and Google's in the unfortunate position of having to make a system that works for most people most of the time. And that's the whole machine learning aspect of it. Um, they've been called out on it multiple times. They're like, well, it'll get better. And yeah, it'll get better, but it won't be perfect ever. So even if one video got ads run on it and the other one did not, I don't know if my mind would go more towards that's the system working, maybe not as intended, but as good as it can in the given circumstance. Sure. There's a tendency to want to believe that machines are infallible and logically perfect. And that they obey rules that, that are hard make any and fast. sense, though, because humans created them. I'm very glad you said that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> humans created them, and also machine learning is fuzzy. And as much as humans try to break the system, the system also has to try to accommodate for that. So we're getting to the point now where YouTube is more about tolerances than it is about being correct. And that's 
as a content creator who depends on that revenue is scary, but it's also shockingly human. Um, and so we're used to having bosses that are arbitrary. And I mean, I'm not because Bruce is the best, but some of us you, are used to having. You don't need to say that. I'm yeah. a human too. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Bruce. <laughs> but most of the time, Bruce is extremely fair. He just thanked thank you for, yeah, for yeah, telling, yeah. telling me you were shithead. Uh, no, I just, I think this is one of those, what I call, I'm going to call them cyberpunk milestones. When uh, right. when we have to work with machines that are as arbitrary and inscrutable as humans can be. Yes, I mean I we all agree with you, Lawrence. That yeah. not, it's like when people say the some system is impervious to hacking. It's like, well, the sure. system was created by a human, so a human can definitely hack it. Like yeah. that's that's sort of the way it works. So I guess to I don't know to reiterate the story, um, YouTube was showing uh, Jimmy Kimmel uh, favoritism only by virtue of giving MB- or ABC the ability to sell their own ads right. and have their ad sales team work within that system. So it goes beyond the if this video, then that, it's or just one or the other, you know, the apples to apples sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It is a much bigger thing that larger companies like ABC and NBC are given the ability to do that we will never get well like the, the small true. guy yeah. because yeah, yeah. we will never have a sales team that uh, Comcast Universal Cinemax um, Lucky's I don't I don't know oh, what sorry. how long the name is anymore oh um, <laughs> not to be uh, yum yum or whatever it is anymore. I don't know yeah I'm not to be needlessly contrarian but if you if you roll up our corporate chain far enough you get to AT&T and then some that's true some Illuminati holding corporation sure I th- there's probably leverage enough there for something like that I I but think, for us specifically, yeah. Well, not. even then, I think it's what you're when you're talking about NBC and ABC and all like television corporations. This has been their business for fifty plus years, mm-hmm. or advertising. They have the oh. biggest sales teams in the world. That is how they make their millions of dollars every day, month, whatever. So now they're leveraging that into the online space. New media, even AT and T, who sells you know data plans and phones and stuff, they don't have a sales team that size, most likely. It's probably a, probably, I don't know. It's like, what did we, uh, we use a, was it McBeard? Mm-hmm. That's like well, it, full screen. So, yeah. That's social. Yeah. They're, yeah. But like they might use them, you know, but I'm saying like AT&T is not doing, they're not having an, a sales team at, at the level of network television. Mm. Not yet. Or, yeah. Well, yeah, not yet. Uh, yeah. I, you don't I, have to play the whole time, by the way. You can hand it off. Uh, yeah. Well, at least it's in a totally boss fight right now. That looks pretty raunchy. I was trying to figure out what, what I think you just have to survive the we barrels. Just, yeah, we don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want you to think that you can't. One, you don't, can't talk. One last thing that I think is worth pointing out is, sure. which is accurate, is you know there is a certain hypocrisy in the ads, like, like whoa, we don't want to advertise on controversy, but we're totally okay to advertise on controversy. You know, mm-hmm. like people have cited South Park as an example of it. It's like. We don't want our money being spent this way to being advertised, unless it's a really big audience. Yep. Yeah, yeah. In which case, we totally want. Absolutely. And that's just that is true, and it's right to be frustrated with that. But that is man a fucking facet of life. <laughs> if you got a big enough audience and you got enough eyes on you, then anyone will yeah. look past your content. Right. You can bend the rules to to get a little piece of that. It doesn't matter what you say. The moral compass of your company is, you mm. know. You'll, you'll get on board if it means that you're going to sell more Chevys. Well, I was going to say, too, because the, the way this thing was working, YouTube said in that Twitter response, they said, we will never run ads mm-hmm. on anything that's a, about a tragedy mm-hmm. like this or whatever. So that actually kind of shed some light on how 
ABC or any like big network actually runs their internal ads hmm. where it sounds like they, they have will. they have the option. Yeah. Which means they said, should we monetize this video? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, we should. Yeah. I would and say they, I would say they probably I would say there's the Jimmy Kimmel show has an obligated number of pieces of content that they have to put out to the web and it's sold. The uh, sponsors of this podcast Mm-hmm. didn't know what the topic we were going to be yeah. discussing this episode was before they said, we want to buy ads on that. Yep. I imagine that works the same way. Mm-hmm. Someone, you know, either got lucky or unlucky, depending on how you think of it, and now their ads are running in front of a Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel video, which is getting a ton of views, but is also very controversial and, yeah. like, about a tragedy. But that ad was sold six months ago maybe Maybe. you know who knows and who knows they might actually look at that and go hey we didn't want our ad on that yeah they might they They might they might be able to pull it but i'm sure Um, there's uh, honestly i'm sure there's wording on uh nbc's end or abc's end or all these networks end that say Mm -hmm. that's just how our sales team works Mm -hmm. you bought inventory so yep you know you just ordered jimmy kimmel show maybe you ordered jimmy kimmel show monologue but this is what you got. Or maybe uh, YouTube should just, I mean, like, I feel like that should be a YouTube-wide uh, issue. Even if ABC is selling those same ads, they're still, still running on YouTube. Yeah, so right. if YouTube doesn't want to run any of those ads, then they should be able to blacklist all of them. Or they but, should be more specific and yeah. say, we, our sales, our sales team, will never yeah. directly sell ads on these videos. Casey Neistat, you do not have your own sales team that <laughs> went above us to do a sales deal, and so that's right. why this that or the other thing yeah yeah. so So i don't know it it wasn't preferential treatment in this one thing it was a much larger preferential treatment (laughs) that's the preferential treatment of quiche yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) and also we don't know that for sure we don't we don't know know any of this this is all there is all theory and speculation here yeah but this this is based on an article from 2015 that would actually make a lot of sense explain explain that's why sometimes it's better to not get angry first right and go ask questions let's let's investigate let's see why before we really start picking our villains yeah you know well ideally but yeah and it sadly like bruce has said before there's no disadvantage yeah there's yeah you you lose nothing by by being reactionary in in reality there's an advantage yeah absolutely it's it's easier to uh was it uh guilty until proven innocent yeah it's just it's the mob mentality and people react to yeah yeah and i mean we have a court system in place that says no 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 it's the opposite but at the end of the day i mean Mm -hmm. everyone will point and say he was there at that time, guilty. And I'm like, OJ did it. Uh, no, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't, obviously. <laughs> right. He got off, not guilty. He yeah. said he was innocent. So, <laughs> and he's free now, eating McDonald's. Yeah, yes, he loves which it. Which has Szechuan sauce. <laughs> you wish there's an ad. Oh. Very close. Yes, there's an ad. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's your old pal Lawrence here. Got a news update for you. So, this didn't roll in when we were recording the podcast, but it rolled in very shortly thereafter, and it's pertinent to the story. So we reached out to YouTube, like we said. They got back to us with a statement, and here it is, and it's actually pretty interesting. So this is a PR statement from YouTube. Quote, For nearly eight years, we have allowed a small number of large, whitelisted partners to run partner-sold ads on videos. These organizations distribute content across multiple platforms and had the sales forces to sell ads against their videos. In these cases, the partners worked directly with the advertisers to serve ads on their content, and in doing so, took full responsibility for their placement, including issues around brand suitability. In the specific case of tragedies, like the one in Las Vegas, we are working to not allow such partners to sell against such content. We have not completed this work yet, but will soon. Uh, So there you go. Direct from YouTube sounds like their policy isn't as broken as it may seem, but it was a pre-existing setup that they are now working to rectify. So, 
Sounds like YouTube has explained themselves, um, but there you have it, direct from their mouth. So, that's your little update. Back to the program as it was. <laughs> um, while I would, I would in, in the presence of least, never disparage McDonald's, perhaps you should entertain uh, cooking at home and eating delicious home-cooked food, and you can do that with our sponsor, Blue Apron. Uh, given that Blue Apron is such a recurring advertiser on this podcast, been been trying to pick at new things to talk about. So welcome to Lawrence's Adventures in Cooking. Uh, since the last check-in, I have discovered that boy, it doesn't take a long time to toast garlic. So it's weird. The um, that's <laughs> no, like five seconds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, about yeah. the instructions say like thirty seconds to a minute, stirring constantly until For some, fragrant. Yeah, until fragrant. <laughs> For some reason, it never really hit. Like I, I have this weird conception that things need to be cooked. Everything needs to be cooked. So I put it in the pan and I have to swirl it around for a while. Like a while. No, it's actually really fast. Mm -hmm. Just throw it in there, it starts browning immediately, then put in your next ingredient. So you don't burn your garlic. That's a top tip from Lawrence. Uh, you got it. <laughs> you're it's welcome. Like the, it's yeah. like he's learning how to cook. <laughs> I know. Uh -huh. So he assumes that this is the first barrier to anyone learning how to cook. Also, he's identifying with a common man and yeah, how, yeah. how fast to toast garlic. <laughs> yeah, garlic's cheap, so is oil. Yeah. That's, that's not sweet, a luxury ingredient. You put those sweet peppers in there too? Oh, yeah, you do. Yep. Yeah, you do. Man. Don't overcook them, though. Oh, man. Oh, sweet peppers were good. <laughs> I made the sweet peppers. And for a limited time, uh, Bruce, if, if a little oil and garlic is a little too pedestrian for you... <laughs> I didn't Blue say Apron, it was. <laughs> I know you didn't. It was I actually it was the opposite. actually too exotic. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's... Bruce, it's going to get even better. Because uh, for a limited time, star starting September 4th, Blue Apron will be delivering recipes inspired by the... Winning dishes on MasterChef. Cool. You can tune in to MasterChef on Fox every Wednesday at 8, 7 central and visit Blue Apron every Thursday starting August 24th. Cool. To see and select the winning recipes to cook in your own home. And if you'd like to start that and get your first three meals for free, please go to blueapron.com soup. That's our promotional link. Basically, it, it'll get you your first month at 25% off, which is your first three meals, essentially your first week. So yeah, free food, uh, provided that it's part of a larger plan, but that's blueapron.com soup. Thanks, Blue Apron. Appreciate the sponsorship, and I guess thanks, Master Chef, as well. I I have learned from Blue Apron. Every time I cook now, uh, always garlic. You always chop up a little bit of garlic. You throw it on there. It makes anything you make ten thousand times better. Of course, garlic tastes Not amazing. Not too much though. Garlic oil, I once salt, put and too, when, oh, no, no. Oh. when I first started cooking for myself, I put too much garlic in something, and it tasted like human. <laughs> Everyone does that. <laughs> what? What? What does human taste like? I don't know, but garlic? I assume <laughs> it tastes like a lot, like a lot like garlic. I read instructions wrong once, and I think it said two cloves, and I was like. A whole garlic, oh, yeah. you got it. Oh yeah, yeah. I put it on there. I was Two. like, "Ooh, my tummy, <laughs> <laughs> tummy bad." That explains. Yeah, that's like stick a thing down there. Except there's a bunch like, of garlic in here. Except that was like a year ago. There's <laughs> definitely, yeah. There's definitely a too much garlic cut off. It just it gets like horseradishy and spicy. I, we've been to that place, the Stinking Rose. Stinking Rose, yeah. And yeah. I think James and I had the same issue where like we ate too much garlic and we couldn't sleep. Oh, that's weird. Like, nightmares. You, you eat too much garlic and then you pass out and then you wake up at like midnight. And then you're up for the next eight hours because you I'm can't also a sleep. Vampire. It's real good for yeah. your immune system too. That was fantastic. It makes you smell. Does it makes you smell terrible? Whoa! Yeah. This Whoa! Is flying through a cave, crystal cool. cave. All right, boys, we got some more. We got some pun intended spicy topics here. You guys want to talk we, about we spicy talk about sauce or uh, loot boxes? You want I'll, I'll totally I'm, play. I'm enjoying playing. Are you really? I wanted to play this game. Oh, well, play, um, keep playing. Play, play, talk about Shazam sauce. You should talk. You've just been sitting here silently. I know. I don't. I don't want you to feel like you're excluded. Should probably. Uh, right. Let I the mean, record show. I'm okay. With, I'm okay with Elise. Kicking I don't mind. Back. I don't no. mind. Okay. Yeah. 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 Give it to me. Aww. You should probably love it. You're co time, I'm collecting so much stuff. There's Pant so many orbs. Go ahead, Lawrence. Platforms. All right. I guess we'll move on to sauce. Fuck it. Um, if you're unaware, um, Szechuan sauce, which was a promotional item for the movie Mulan, 
Hit McDonald's at some point. I don't know. I didn't research this part of it. 1998. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it became it became a joke within Rick and Morty. Um, you can watch if you don't watch the show. Whatever. It's a joke. Anyway, uh, McDonald's heard the the cries, the bleeding of those on the internet, and decided to bring the sauce back. The only problem is they did not remotely plan for the turnout they got, uh, leading to some interesting Ooh, reactions. Because if we know anything by this point, it's that. People who love something on the internet always react maturely and appropriately when they don't get what they want. <laughs> um, and and I think this is also a situation of the internet sort of bubbling the best and worst to the top of things, mostly the worst. Uh, if you poke around on the internet, you can find videos of crowds chanting for sauce at McDonald's, <laughs> just chanting at minimum wage employees who have no fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> um, there are eBay listings, somebody selling a three-pack of sauce sauces for you know let's play a little game uh, price is right rules what do you think a three a oh. three up of szechuan sauce is at how big is a packet it's just, it's a just like packet. One of the sweet and packets, sour yeah. sauce packet size. i'm gonna say 250 okay 250 dollars that's a good guess. guess that's a good i'm gonna guess. say a thousand dollars oh thousand okay oh boy Ooh. bruce adam i'll say 200 bucks is it just two packets of szechuan three packets of szechuan uh, uh and it's already closed by the way so this is an official sale uh 500 okay I guess Bruce wins because it was uh, $848. Holy shit! For three packets, and now what? there is an open auction for one packet that is up to $995. Oh you, my gosh, yeah, you've you been kidding me. I, I, I hope and pray that this is just some kid that stole his parents' credit oh. card well, I also and learned, is making eBay purchases without yeah. them realizing it, and you can not win an auction some on grown eBay man not pay for it. Yeah. who so has cool. money uh, and actually is doing this. Yeah, in my notes here, I, I wrote down uh, some parents can't afford to take their kids to a doctor. Just want to slip that in there. That is true in mm-hmm. this world. Um, not to say that if you spend money on things you enjoy, like sauce, you should feel guilty about it. <laughs> it's just that. enjoy like sauce. I know. <laughs> <laughs> How else am I supposed to phrase that while being respectful of people who waste money on stupid sure. fucking sauce? Uh, you can make it, you know. Well, yeah. so what someone pointed out, it's ketchup and teriyaki. teriyaki. Yeah. But somebody in the subreddit insisted that it's not the same well yep. I mean, it's not because so because things are different when you make them for <laughs> a portion size of one million do, do yourself a favor go to the there's a really cool youtube channel called binging with babish he makes meals from tv shows and movies mm-hmm. and he's actually a pretty damn good cook and he's entertaining mm-hmm. and someone sent him the actual shejuan shosh oh. mm-hmm. and the uh, ingredients, mm-hmm. and he did a taste test in the video and came up with like he pretty much created it. Really? No, but here's the thing, though, he's probably not a true Rick and Morty fan. Yeah. <laughs> he, so well, he, how he, would he even know? He made cake from Fat Princess taste like Fat Princess cake. Ask him. Mm. Let's we'll do a, we'll a collab. Did he turn into Fat Princess? But uh, he, uh, yeah, he basically broke it down. I think it's mostly soy sauce. Some like teriyaki maybe and a Brown lot of sugar. There's a lot of sugar. It was mostly sugar. <laughs> it's sugar. It was water. like sugar, vinegar, and it was I don't know. It's a lot of trigger, Bruce. But yeah. But go go to his channel. If you want it, if you want it, you can just yeah, you make can it. Fast. There is a there's a way to do what? it. So yeah, there's there's a lot to unpack here. It is it is set off um well, fairly routine conversations about entitlement and nerd culture. This uh, is this has also been like kind of the culmination of what has been an ongoing Thus far, ongoing harmless joke that mm. Rick and Morty fans are somehow better than yes. other fans, better or smarter or anything like that, which I think is great. I, I, I think it's great because, 
anytime something has a massive presence right. at San Diego Comic Con, mm-hmm. it's totally the niche thing that you only love, <laughs> and it's just for you, bro. Um, <laughs> that's that's what I love about it. Uh, there, were, as as somebody who did go through the f- the phases of being defined by the media I liked, telling myself that it made me special. And then, in a, a very like third act Blade Runner sort of way, oh spoilers! Realizing that didn't make me special. That's not a spoiler. Whatever. Um, no, you're right. I can I can sort of see the patterns. I was, and and actually, even though there's there's I guess more to talk about. Um, I what I thought would be fun is it, it seems to me that like this is many people's first visitation of real injustice. Oh boy. Oh boy. Like they drove for oh boy. Oh boy. Oh Breaking boy. the game, Bruce. Yeah. Uh-huh. They drove for hours. Yeah. And the the promise is, and, and in a very sort of video game sort of way, the universe has delivered a quest to you. And the quest is get to a McDonald's, and then you get your quest reward, which is sauce. So it seems like a lot of people aren't used to just getting fucked sometimes. That just the universe just, doesn't always work that way. Uh, man, the worst thing about it is how people react when they get fucked. They take it out on people who are not involved at all. Right. The person behind the counter who just came in today and said, maybe if I can get through this shift, I can go pick up my daughter. That's who you redeem the quest to. Like, this isn't their their scheme. This isn't their fault. Right. Don't chant at them well, and make their day miserable because you didn't get a packet of sauce. Not to mention, yeah, the, the Rick and Morty creators, Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland, had nothing to do with it yeah. as well. Yeah. They... One of the things I very much enjoy about Rick and Morty, which is a thing we do here, is we make very strange references for bullshit that didn't matter. Yeah. And the best thing about the Szechuan sauce joke was... I'm having a hard time with this. It was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like things... Like one of my favorite ones, one of my favorite jokes in Rick and Morty when he's talking about Lorenzo music uh-huh. and how... Uh, yeah, Garfield. The whole Garfield joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I knew everything he was going to say as he was saying it because I'm like, holy shit, I knew that trivia as well. Yeah. And it's this totally stupid I'm, joke and it means no. nothing. That's because you're smart. You're smart. Cause no, it, no, no, that was the thing was I was like, oh my God, someone likes the same dumb shit I do. But does that make How? you feel special though? No, not at all. Yeah, I was like kind of embarrassed for myself for like <laughs> knowing that information. So like, to a lot of people, that makes them feel special. Yeah. makes them feel like they have ownership well, over that. But the whole thing with the Mulan sauce like- is so many people remember it being kind of okay. Like, it wasn't great. That's sort of... called the Mulan sauce. Well, the Szechuan. The joke I thought there was, the sauce isn't that good, but it's it's uh, Rick's nostalgia kicking in an overdrive and taking it so extreme. Yeah. It wasn't... It, well, also, I it wasn't them saying, "Oh my God, this truly is the best thing in the world." It's like, yeah, I remember it being really good because oh, it's full of sugar. It's a payoff well, to a good joke. But exactly. I mean, that's the thing, though. They're they're writers, right? They're writers and they're like comedians. So the reason they included it is because it's funny. Yeah. And the idea of someone thinking that that is important to them is funny. Well, and it probably comes from a place of truth where someone walked in and was like, man, you remember that Mulan sauce? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I do. What, why? They should just package that. Thanks. And then someone went, no, they shouldn't. And then everyone laughed. <laughs> yeah. And then they had it. And then they were like, OK, well, that's that's a good joke. That's a good attribute for mm-hmm. a character to have because it's it's true. Yeah. But it's also comedic. Well, the joke's sure. also he's incredibly smart. And like he's one of the, you know, he's a genius in that world, and then all of a sudden he talks about Szechuan sauce. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's obviously. Well, and the, 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 I don't com- know. the comeback is when he he's telling uh, Morty that he he planned this whole thing just to kick his dad out of the house, and he starts screaming about the Szechuan sauce. Like, I, I don't know what you're talking about, Rick. Like why 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 oh, yeah. Szechuan? Like <laughs> what are you talking? Because Morty wasn't there. He has no idea. So it just it, it was a it was yeah a nice 
Roll exclamation point to a very funny joke, and people are taking it I, sadly I, too far. I thought there was an interesting statement about how an audience can, like, not miss the point, right? Because I'm sure they laughed because they thought it was funny, and that's the initial thrust is I hope people find this as funny. Hmm. But, like, based off what Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon have said about this, it really seems like there's a weird term for when you do something and it's almost always comedy but you do something and then people misinterpret it in their own personal way Hmm. and then they become like in this situation obsessed over it they uh, disrespect others in the face of it when it all was just supposed to be a joke it's like calvin peeing on a ford logo nice yes that's what bill waters i I mean it happens to us it happens to us where Bruce will say that Disney princesses are fat. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, most people understand that it's the reason they're laughing is because it's not true and it's a joke. But some people will go, oh, misogyny is what the joke is. And that's not the joke. Right. You know, the joke is the fact that they're not fat. The joke (laughs) is the the fact that we're idiots for acting that way and thinking that way. That's what makes it funny, but some people don't know what makes it funny, and then they just the focus on what the statement is. Yeah, I don't know. That it's, was that was the thing Yahtzee said years ago about. I think he was reviewing like Portal Two, and he talked about the only thing he doesn't like about Portal is the fan base because mm. they ruined Portal because everything was like the cake is a lie, lol, right? And I was just like, ugh, man, <laughs> there are a lot of parallels there. It's funny you brought that up because yeah, cake is a lie was like a rallying cry for gamers that felt that they were mm-hmm. underrepresented or marginalized in society. And this is before Gamergate and shit. Even though, even though gaming was, you know, blowing up at the time, there was still this concept that if you play games, you're an outsider, you're not appreciated, and all this stuff. Sure. So Cake is a Lie was like one of those multi-billion-dollar industry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, much like, yeah, I do see a lot of similarities now to how people use that as a sort of rallying cry. Um, I imagine Rick and Morty fans huddle together over their self-implied uh, intelligence, um, which some you guys might be smart, and I enjoy the show too. So I shouldn't say you guys, but. No, at least it sounded like you were you were trying to I like the show. Uh, interject something. It's a good show. I'm I don't even know what now. Yeah. I like I really appreciate creators taking back their properties and taking back ownership of their properties from communities that think they have some type of ownership or uh, voice over you know who should who should be allowed to enjoy those properties, who should be allowed to ex- you know exist within the creative realms of them. Uh, when people misconstrue what Funhouse is about, it does bother me if if they think of it in a way where it's not because I think of us as despite what you know humor is made or satire is not picked up on, I think of us as pretty like inclusive towards people and and really wanting people to feel good about themselves and and be who they want to be, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so when that gets misconstrued, it, it does bother me. And I really like that Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon are vocally coming out and saying, like, the way that you treat our writers is not okay. And the way that you, even though we're not affiliated with McDonald's, the way that you're behaving toward this is not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they're just kind of not passively standing by and saying, well, we want our show to be as successful as possible. So mm-hmm. we're not going to say anything because we don't want to scare away our fan base. Mm-hmm. Um I mentioned this to you earlier, Lawrence, but if uh, if Justin, I love Rick and Morty, but if Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon were like, you know what? Oh yeah, it's it's too toxic. You're ruining this for everyone. 
sorry, we're not making the show anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you brought this on yourselves. <laughs> I would be like, well, you know, maybe some people just need to learn a lesson. I don't know. One, <laughs> of, the, one of the last Harmon Towns, it sounded like Dan Harmon needs this right now. What? He was he, making some joke. I don't he know. Cash he cash poor? He was saying, he, he's, not, he's not cash poor, but he kept, it was, it was a funny bit. Harmon Towns is a really good podcast. I think they do like a live show in Burbank or something like that. And uh, he was talking about people were like, aren't you rich? Like, what happened to all your money? He's like, so running a cartoon studio is fucking expensive. They don't yeah. give you money. You spend the money. <laughs> and he's like, I got $30,000 in my bank account. And that's it. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, I was like, okay. But he was like, I think I'm going to be rich soon. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think he was talking about Rick and Morty getting renewed. Maybe he's the one that's been eBaying all those Szechuan packets. That would be nice. genius. Maybe his fucking, his on Dan plan Harmon's. is going full scope. I and hope Dan Harmon is cashing in on the syndication is where most of the like honestly if you love a show and it's really popular that's great yeah, that's but it's the, the artists don't really make a lot of money until it goes into syndication mm-hmm. once it will I mean like, huh. they're gonna I mean I think it, uh, season general what there's like a number cut off so I mean like at a certain point you need to hit a certain number of episodes otherwise no one doesn't think it's worth buying it right. yeah but four seasons is a good amount there's short seasons we we've, we've heard from people in the industry as they say whoa yeah look at wow. you wow. fancy yeah no they, they've said that friends ruined everything oh oh yeah the yeah. show friends That's because right. of how much they got paid oh that, that, was, that was for actors well yeah. Yeah, yeah but that was be that was more along the lines of yeah uh, it's generally the people who have the money to make your show Go. We will make your show, except you're going to make it for not next to nothing. Yeah, you're going to be paid to create and do stuff, but you're gonna you're gonna make this show for not very much money. You're not going to get rich off of it, unless yeah. it becomes unfathomable, unfathomably successful, and then we'll talk. I yeah. just I just hate that we look at the retired jerseys on the wall of TV, and it's like Friends, Seinfeld. Frasier. Two and a half men. Charles yeah. and Charles. Big Bang Theory. Big, Big Bang Theory. Theory. You're just like, God damn it. Mash. Those are yeah. Simpsons. I love Lucy. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like the very small Fresh pool. Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. I was th- well, I was, was going to say the small pool of people who are making a mm. million dollars per episode. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. You know, like that. And it's just like, it started out good. Home and then, yeah, Well, I mean, also, we know too, sometimes you're like, oh, well, man. we'd rather have money that goes to the ability to make more cool stuff. You know? Yeah. Well, we're running out of time. I got to oh, talk about I was going to talk about Lenny Lambo. <laughs> oh yeah, what yeah. Lambo? Fuck. All right, we can go long. Um, what Lambo? Ah, hold on. You want me to tell my story <laughs> no! really, really? No, no, fast? no, no, no. I don't. Actually, Adrian, Adrian, I really Adrian. need to do this. Adrian. Um, shit. I didn't even get. It. Well, fuck it. There were there were nice fans too. Is what I oh, yeah, didn't have time yeah. to say. Well, there's plenty of great fans. Um, tell right. the Jimmy Wong I tweet. Can't. We're out of time. <laughs> so this uh, this episode is brought to you by Stitch Fix. Cool. Which, hey, if you're a, if you're a hyper fan of some property, that's cool. But maybe expand your wardrobe beyond black t-shirts that have a logo of that. Uh, and Stitch Fix can help you do that. As somebody who, for the longest time, didn't think that my I was worthy of wearing or deserved to wear clothes that were anything other than a black large with a logo in the middle, I can promise you that's not the case. Uh, and it's much easier if you have somebody else do it for you. Welcome to America. Paying other people to uh, make decisions that are difficult. Uh, or require some amount of experience that uh, <laughs> I certainly do not have. I'm not fashionable in the least. So if you're unfamiliar with Stitch Fix, uh, it's a pretty cool process. Basically, you go on their website, you fill out this cool little quiz about the clothes you like, the fashion you like, the fits you like. It's all pictorial, so you don't have to know rules or anything. You don't have to know words. It's just, I like that, I don't like that. It's a pretty cool process. You have to fill out some sizes and things, but the idea is that then a, sil- a stylist is assigned to you. You can even give them your social media feeds if, if you are stylish enough and want to match that. 
Um, and then they will try to learn your style. They'll send you a box full of items that they picked out just for you. And then you can send that back the ones you don't like or don't fit and keep the ones you do. And then once you basically check out, you can leave notes on the items being like, I really like this one. I like the fabric of this, but not the color. Didn't fit. Yeah. Yep. So in that way, you can build like a profile and eventually the clothes that they pick out for you will be closer and closer to what you like. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool process. It is. It's not as cheap as buying like bulk clothes at Walmart. But it's not supposed to be. It's a it's more of a premier service, so it's a good thing to do. I, I plan to do it like once every three months or so, just to kind of keep my wardrobe fresh. Uh, but if you feel like checking it out, uh, please go to stitchfix.com/dudesoup. Um, it's all spelled exactly like it sounds: stitchfix.com/dudesoup. And then you get twenty five percent off your Stitch Fix if you decide to keep all the items in a box, which is a pretty cool discount. So once more, that's stitchfix.com/dudesoup. Thank you for the sponsorship, Stitch Fix. I got a nice sweater from them. I got ah. a nice pair of shorts and ah. a nice shirt. All weather oh. shorts. Were they yeah, all weather that's shirts? what I got. I got all weather Ooh. shorts. I, I got that sweater and I kept it and then I wore it in like one of my Instagram photos and people were like, I think they said, they're like, oh, you look like a teacher. I was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, well, that's fine though. I look distinguished. Uh, we might run a little long, but that's okay. James has a... Uh, It'll be very brief. Yeah, James James has another run-in with the physical trainer. Thor? Giving him lip. <laughs> you know his name. Right? Well, is his name Thor? I thought no. it was. I thought it was Thor. James. No. Oh, you don't want to use names. I specifically said I don't want to use names. Oh. Uh, T-Hor. Um, <laughs> shit. Uh, but uh, anyway, so the physical trainer who in past stories has uh, <laughs> argued with me over dropping weights, argued with strangers over dropping weights. Locked his dog in uh, his car. Yeah. Locked his do- dog in his car for a training session that is at least... Um, at least an hour long. Refer to uh, in the heat. Sign. This is the summer. Oh god! Um, basically a garbage person <laughs> oh all around. God. That's shitty. That's he, shitty. He uh, had another run in with him. Uh, at last, we spoke with him. He told me that the signs were on the way. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, Be here any the, day. for the no dropping signs. Do not and when I called weights. the twenty four hour fitness, they said they had no idea what he was talking about. Well, I can tell you three months later, there are still no signs, oh. um, but Thor is there. Good. He's back, and he was training someone in a section that day. He doesn't have to be there. It's all squat racks. He just takes a squat rack, doesn't use the bar, doesn't use anything about it, Bastard. puts a mat down in the middle of it, and then just has his client do stretches and bullshit. What? Um, so he doesn't need oh. to be there. I arrive, and then there's two other dudes doing deadlifts. Nice. Um, <laughs> and by the time I arrive, they finish one set, and and... The trainer's already over there. He's I'm already over him. there, oh. and he's he's bugging them about like, whoa, don't drop your oh. weights, bros. Don't drop your weights. I like How? that. And, uh, and so then I just observe. I was going to go approach them and go, he does this. He just does this. Yeah. And he lies about signs. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I didn't have to because they, uh, they left. They were like, they seemed pretty pissed off, and then they left. And I was like, oh, man, I can't believe he pushed these guys away. What a dick. They came back. Uh oh. They came back with the manager. Oh, oh wow, finally. Nice. The manager Gandalf arrived of the gym. on the seventh day. <laughs> who they come back and they set up and the Gandalf manager the goes rip. over and, and now this personal trainer is back with his client Thanks. and he and the the manager comes down, squats over him and goes, What's the problem here? He these guys are allowed to drop their weights. And then he Whoa. goes, he goes, no, man, it's not cool. It's not cool. He's, he's like, telling his he's boss, the like, they're not cool. I don't know what the relationship is between personal trainers Contractor, and managers and everything I was like that. Say, yeah. like, he's not cool. And then he goes, he goes, so what's the problem? And he's like, it's not okay. It's not okay. They're being unsafe about it. And then the guy's like, the guy's like, I was just doing deadlifts. 
like or whatever. He's like, they're making a lot of noise. They're bothering me. They're bothering my Jeez. client. Everything. Like that. And then the manager goes, client's like, I don't care. The, the manager goes, you want to talk about this on Monday? Do you want to keep talking about this? I'm telling you, it's okay. Do you want to keep talking about this? And I'm staring. Making no, no, like you should, you side eye, no nothing. Film. I'm just staring with a big smile on my face, and then I turn to the other guys and I go, <laughs> right, and I'm staring and I'm watching, and the guys like, oh, you want to do it? You're like, you want to talk about this on Monday? We can talk about it on Monday. And he's like, no, no, it's not okay. It's not okay. No, and now he's getting frustrated. It's not okay. It's not okay. Oh wow, so he's an idiot too. Yeah, and well, I mean, so he's an idiot, but so uh, so then ultimately goes to the thing. Then the manager gets up uh, and then walks over to the guys and he goes. What exactly were you doing? They're like, oh, we were doing deadlifts. And the guy goes, but sometimes they do come in, and then I like I'll do clean, I'll do cleans, and I'll like you know lower it. But sometimes I will drop it if mm-hmm. it's heavy. And the guy goes, it's okay. The rubber weights. It's a rubber floor. Yeah. That's what it's for. Oh. That's why we got this section. The section is for those kinds of lifts. If you want to do them, if you're doing them unsafely, that's a problem. But it sounds like you're doing them safely, and you know what you're doing, and so it's okay. <sighs> and then the trainer comes over and he goes. I just don't want them dropping the weights and stuff. And he, goes, he goes, we're talking about this on Monday, okay? <laughs> we're going to talk about God. this on Monday. Uh, and uh, And so leave it, leave it. And then he turns to the guys, he goes, you're good to do whatever you oh, want to do. Wow. In my, mind, in my mind, the douchebag's holding a 32-ounce big gulp. <laughs> while, and like, Overweight. Like, like pieces of food are stuck in his... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We got to take his dog away. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. his probably dog was probably right. in the car. Probably it sounds like that. he's not long for that gym, though. It sounds like that's probably going to be it for him. Is he, he's going to die on that hill. Drop yeah, it on It sounds like he was trying to die. Yeah, I don't know. He was. He was dedicated. I really. I. I was going to go tell the manager and be like, like, thank you for saying something. Yeah. But then when I was leaving, he was talking to some other client or whatever, and I was like, ah, I don't want to be send like, him like flowers or but like. I, uh, I mean, if I go <laughs> back, creatine. If I go back <laughs> yeah. and he's there, then I'll be like. I appreciate you saying something because he her- nice. basically harasses other people in the gym and well, he can go say, anywhere and do anything he wants to. I'll say for every client that goes, good job, uh, he's pushing away, you know, lo- a bunch of long term yeah, clients absolutely. like yourself. who Heroes. Go, heroes. I don't use like, the word lightly, but heroes <laughs> that stand by idly yeah. and watch. What if his family died in a weight drop? Weight dropping accident? going through a lot of problems That's right true. Now. That's a good point. Uh, I don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, yeah. All right so anyway. for, no, no, I'm gonna have to cut in here. That's fine. Uh, here, let me just. Oh, I had a story it. about this Instagrammer that kicked her dog in an ele- elevator. Sure, go, I mean, go for it. I was I furious. Pull this up here. There, I, I saw this video. She like let her little dog into this elevator and then just started wailing on it. Why? She, I guess she's a popular Instagrammer. I don't know. She's oh, been charged for it. Good. I was so mad. You, know, I was so mad. I almost like. I don't know if this happens to you guys. Sometimes I get, you get so mad that you want to cry because yeah. you're so mad. Yeah. I was so furious watching this video. You told me about the video I, and I, I didn't want to watch it. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, don't watch I didn't intentionally like seek it out or anything. But all right, we got a. I was furious. Hardnet update. Hardnet. All right, has touched people's lives. Has oh. it? All right. Well, that's all, that's always in front. All right, the creator, even though Alliance of Universes was removed last week by... It was? Yeah, uh, sorry. I wasn't here for that. You weren't. No. I'm, I'm I would sorry. never have voted for that. Oh, you wouldn't have, but other people did. Dingster Daily took it out. Bruce, you'll see what that is in just a minute. Okay. But uh, Bud Charles, the emperor of the Alliance of Universes, right, sent along a, it's true. a message All hail, emperor. Yes, uh, I'll read it for you guys. Uh, I, Bud Charles, emperor of the Alliance, Alliance of Universes, would like to thank you for bringing attention to this really personal and treasured project of mine, for complimenting my hard work, even if... 
Even if you did point out all its absurdities and call me a cartoon animal fucker. <laughs> Not you specifically. <laughs> you may have been. Yeah. I would also like to thank you fans for your most extremely kind and supportive comments, and I'd like to thank over 2,000 of them who viewed this project wow. of mine, which I presumed would be forever relegated to the backwaters of the internet of this minor planet in the multi <laughs> multiversal southeast. I love this guy. This multiversal. Guy uh, anyway, before I finish, I would like to elaborate on how exactly the Alliance of Universes document came about. Basically, it started as pretty much a role-play game yep. where my friends and I, instead of controlling characters, controlled nations. Hmm. First kingdoms in the Mario universe and later entire universes in and of themselves. So it's not really fan fiction. It's more of a fan tabletop RPG. Cool. Yes, I'm aware that's even more nerdy, but that's what it is. So yeah, thank you for it. drawing attention to my little corner of the internet. And I'm glad you could find enjoyment in it, even if that enjoyment was entirely ironic. It wasn't, it wasn't by the yeah. way. And for the record, I would absolutely respect Applejack if we were in a relationship. Not that I'm saying we would be or anything. You know, I'm just going to stop now. <laughs> Thanks. See ya. Oh, but Charles seems self-aware. But Charles, yeah. there's nothing nerdy about saying, listen, I know it's nerdy, but yeah. Yeah, that's there's okay. Nothing, nothing now you're back. That's cool. Fine. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You're fine. One of the... Uh, Fuck I, that horse. I, yeah. <laughs> man, one of the things that I, I have tried to reiterate, and I, I think now's a good time to reiterate, the segment's not about mocking internet culture, and there's a lot of, like, creepy, weird things that people send me that it's like, well, that guy actually probably has a mental disorder, and, and it's not right to make fun of that. Like the Chris Chans of the world? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh, although that is really hard netting. Um, even though I just contradicted myself. No, it's it's more of a... I like it when people are into weird things and they find each other thanks to the internet. Uh, and that the community that comes out of that I think is worth celebrating. Um, theoretically, the message is if, if there's something weird that you really like and you think you're the only one, you're probably not. It just requires getting putting yourself out there and being confident in what you enjoy. Serious? Provided it doesn't hurt anyone. I That's told you. What? You're not the only one. I'm, I'm not the only, the only one person. who loves the Alliance of Universes. Now, I love Bud Charles more than ever now. All right. Yeah. yeah, Bud Charles is fantastic. And thank you, Bud Charles, for your hard work and all this? your friends. <laughs> what is this? This, this is, is Dingster Daily. Yeah. So this is this is what unseated the Alliance of Universes. No way. They can't be the same video. So they're, what is he changing? I mean, they're not. He changes the number. He, so this is Dingster584. <laughs> it's the <laughs> video. muted. Oh, my bad. Why did you get muted? Is that Bill Paxton? It sure is. Yeah. Well, you've never seen uh, Spy Kids and Lava Girl? Somebody ring the dinkster! <laughs> so Play the next one. <laughs> There's that one. Next yeah. All they do is change the yeah. number? <laughs> there it is. Throws the umbrella. But still. This is a. Oh, I love it. Wait, show this the episode is, when yeah. he didn't well, upload one. Well, it was hard to unsee oh, yeah. the lines oh, of the universes. Of so, so there's a there's a thank you uh, for uh, I think is yeah twenty five hundred subscribers. So, Lauren, yeah. someone but if you go back this? far enough. Yeah, yeah. People. Have How been, well, do the, the April, do the April April the first one, one? The one where he couldn't upload. Yeah. Has oh, the yeah. channel? Because there was yeah. one day. Yeah. yeah the, see, he, he missed one No dancer today. He missed it. Oh fuck! Watch. He did it. Oh, he got us. He got it was April 1st. <laughs> oh, man, he fucking burned us. Let me ask you a question, Lawrence. Has this existed before you started hard netting? Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, it's been around since, like, almost the beginning of the year. Okay, Every okay. Single day. I just want to make sure, because so. someone theoretically could plant a seed for hard netting now, yeah. and then, like, six yeah. months from Which now, be would like, be hard still hard netting. Uh, I guess hard netting. it is kind of, but... Dinkster so. Daily. <laughs> yeah, the Let's Plays. Wait, what is this? It's 11 minutes. This is, a, this is a Dinkster Daily special. It is a special. Final text. What does he do? What happens? What? You know, it's just... There, there's there's some it gets a little full meme. Whoa. Uh it's a pretty solid meme, but this stuff is a little <laughs> almost like too meme. Yeah, is... Luckily this like didn't this. this was just an experiment. Mm. And I think an artist earns a break every once in a while. I would agree. You gotta go back to you what you know, though. And have somebody <laughs> ring the dinkster. Yeah. <laughs> well, because we were because Omar was on this podcast and he was like, you could just set a program to do that. Right. But then he was like, wait, no, Can the the 
title changes, <laughs> which means he has to re-export every uh, time. Retitle and re-export every yeah, single video. YouTube won't let you. Oh, look at that oh. one! It's like so. Oh, it's, awesome. uh, it's all memey. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's all, but it's there's all only a handful of those. The rest yeah. of it is just the Digster. Good for yeah. him, Digster Daily. Yeah. I, the I mean, best part is Bill Paxton's dead. So. <laughs> no. You don't have to see this. Unless there are like topical references in any of them. So there's some of them he, were like kind of memey. He could bank like you know ten at a time. One. Well, yeah, but schedule. he still has to oh, sure. make them. But then he's got to sure. yeah, he's got to schedule I, them and upload them. I just I just love that. Good for him. He comes home at the end of the day, takes off his trench coat and his fedora, puts his briefcase down, kisses. Life, he goes, yeah. I'll be right to dinner. No. <laughs> I got Sorry. something to give me a half an hour. I play Marvel Puzzle Quest. I wonder if I want a good night. And I would argue like 20 that of them done. And he's like, <laughs> I, I would argue that he's accomplished more than I have with Marvel Puzzle his Quest. His wife's oh, waiting good. for him to come to bed. Yeah. He's still toiling at his uh, computer. It's I, I, done. I gotta, I gotta yeah. export these videos. Four more. Just four more, honey. Right, honey, so I'm ringing the dinkster. Here's here's the com competition, which is similar in nature, but okay. even more the Dyson Show. Verbose. Yeah, there's the Dyson Show, oh, which boy. is just uh, a, a whole lot of dad jokes. This gentleman gets up and he he pours his heart out comedically for 662 episodes. I'll go with six fifty four. How long not? is each? Oh, three. They're minutes. like two, three minutes or so. Is it going to make me sad, Lawrence? No, yes. it's Are joyous. Sure? It's pure. Is this talking stockings. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I follow a Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> quotes Twitter. There's so. <laughs> There's never any laughter, but he still reacts like, "Why aren't they yeah, laughing?" I know. <laughs> So he 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 puts on like okay. two and a half minute dad joke sets. Okay, and there are lots of them. Oh, <laughs> the delivery is so good. So I was actually going to put this one up yesterday, but Elise wasn't here, and I knew that she would oh, love I this. I appreciate that. But it also makes me a little sad too. You can hear it. No, he's loving it. He loves it. He's having a great time. But what's his life like? Number Do you think he has love in his life? Absolutely. Of course he does. No, look how happy he is. No sad person. Can you see does if this. he has a wedding ring? Can you tell from the videos? Oh, uh, good point. Check. Let's It'll see. Make, he does a lot of gesticulation. But look how happy he is. Keep on trucking. Have we checked to see if he has any like, like, white nationalist propaganda <laughs> in the background of any stuff? Oh boy, I hope not. Wait, come on, see that other hand. Oh, that was good. That was a good one. Uh, let me see if I can track that. Oh, oh, yeah, I saw a hand there. Yeah, there we go. He's yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank Absolutely. God. Okay, I, I he's do so love him. At least he's so happy. I he do love him now. I he's not that now good I'm, of an actor. Now I'm able to enjoy this. Okay. You thought he'd be old and lonely? Unless she's passed away. Oh, come on. Jeez. <laughs> she's like, really looking for the there. tragedy there. And he like, he like kisses a picture of her every morning. Uh, puts I'm a flower. Check I'm going to do the Dyson show again. Wish me luck. That's okay. Then he's doing it for her. Babe, I feel really good about today's Dyson show. Is that a puppet? Oh, what the hell's going on back Ringo there? Star? Hey, you got a new set. Oh, oh he loves I'm America. There you go, my wife. Okay, okay. And she's alive. <laughs> oh, I think that was the joke. So oh, good. It. It's so good. Man, I love wow. it. This is great. How long has he been doing this? Oh, man. Uh, well, is this daily? Go to about. It's not daily. Finally, when he created the channel. Yeah, we got three, four years well, ago. You, I mean, if you just set it to buy. Yeah, uploaded. I could do that. This, this is there's more tension here. Four years. His production um, value's I'm, gone. I agree with Adam. I'd like to see that he's about me. To see Four what years. One. He's all about. Oh, he's got a little cat. Number number seven. Lucky number seven. Oh, he, see, he's retooling. He's getting better at it. Aww. that's good intro right there. People love animals. I told my wife that cat 
only kid in the neighborhood who could ride a tricycle side saddle. What? Sometimes when you say things like a joke, they sound what? like jokes, but they're not jokes. I think he's getting better, though. I think it wasn't better. a very good joke, yeah. but then All later right. on, the other jokes were actually jokes. He here's discovered the, our jokes. Here's the, here's the description. If you weren't laughing before you got here, crank it up now. Yeah. Oh. And his links go to Joe's Funny Bookstore. Oh, let's check it out. Which, wait a minute, is he just Joe gonna Dyson's Funny Bookstore. There you go, yeah. So he writes, uh, he writes books. He, he writes dad jokes. He's the king of dad jokes. Look at his He's rich. Picture. Yeah. Mm. Rich. This book is hilarious. It's got reviews. They're not all gold. There are definitely a lot of jokes. <laughs> While they're not all gold, there are definitely a lot of yes, jokes. pages and pages of them. <laughs> I was like, Mom always said, words. You can't say anything nice. Don't say nothing at all. Well, he found a nice thing to say. Yeah, one no, year of one liners. That's what I'm saying. Never entertained during, during watermelon, watermelon season. That sounds fun. I wonder if, where he lives if he lives Dice. in California if he come do a gameplay. Oh, we should have Joe Dyson on. That'd be great. So, uh, he might be in San Francisco because this book is a fictional story about a man growing up in San Francisco trying uh, to be a comedian in the 70s. Can we pay to fly Joe Dyson? Can, Don't answer that He now. owns a home in San <laughs> he Francisco. He has to fly like economy, like way down. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I found carry on. Back of the plane. How can't the bus seat. Ticket. The plane doesn't really take off. It's oh, yeah. more of a bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy him a bus ticket. One way. Well, yeah, one way. He's got to get, <laughs> find his way back. Hmm. All right, boys. It's uh, it's wow. Dogged and Relentless versus sheer pure comedy. Oh, sorry, Jeez, um, that's tough. Kingster Daily versus Dyson. One Show. joke versus a million jokes. Yeah, Unlimited jokes. What's a what's worth more? Jeez, that's so hard. And every every episode has like different framing. It's in a different spot. Well, that's he working on his truck. That is there. an artist. Oh yeah, he lives in California. License plate. Oh, oh boy, he probably shouldn't have put that. Probably shouldn't have turned his license plate. Oh, oh yeah, boy. Right. Yeah. Right, well. No, no. I mean, it's, it's right there in the thumbnail. Oh. Audience, let me remind you to be respectful of people's privacy. And he probably shows his street address. Oh, probably does. At no. some point. Oh, he's, he's camping here. That has to be safe. That's probably it's in his front. Is lawnmower driving that? Oh. Hey, folks. <laughs> his shirt that says, this is my home address. <laughs> oh, no. Whoa, Joe, come on. Well, I think he's fantastic. I do, too. I thought. Oh, bless so. him. Yeah. Great. Oh, Christmas episode. He's a blessed man. Just in time for Halloween. Okay. Oh, I love that. Getting so better at the Dyson Show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's pass around the votes. James, Dinkster Daily or Dyson Show? That's <sighs> really, really That's tough. So tough because Joe's got such a great spirit. He's got great spirit. He's got a lot of jokes, but is quantity more than quality? <laughs> I'm a, I'll go Dyson. I'll go Dyson Ooh, Show. Okay, okay. Oh. I think it's really close, but I'm going to go oh, Dyson. No. Uh, having seen both of these for the very first time, yeah, the fresh. only reason I'm going with Dinkster Daily. <laughs> Okay. Is because they have less subscribers, and I would mm. like other more people to subscribe to Dinkster Daily. How many subscribers does Joe have? I can't see. He's got twenty thousand. Oh wow, yeah, that's pretty good. Doing pretty good for himself. Yeah. Pretty. I'm afraid that there's going to be personal information on his. Oh. Okay, it's just pretty good. <laughs> personal information. No man. All right. I don't know. I think I'm going to go Dyson because uh, yeah, nice, nice. I feel like he. I, I love I love the joke of Dinkster, but Dyson is I love that someone is putting their heart and soul are. It's true. into something yeah, where without the internet they would have not been able to have this platform. Mm. Mm. That's true. Very well. Said. I like that. Oh, oh Dinkster! Oh no, Dinkster! Well, just came back from Dinkster Dyson crossover. Yeah. <laughs> all this. Not all that focused. All right, Elise, pressure's on. You can either tie it up or, or clinch it for Dyson show. I'm so torn. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's real tough. With 
Dinkster Daily, they had to first isolate and identify that that Dinkster clip was was so humorous, which it is. <laughs> well, Bill Paxton's dead. Some people have told. Some people have said that that was actually in response to some other YouTuber using it as a recurring meme in their. Oh, video. well, that oh, wow. changes things. That does for me change a things. Oh, I'm sorry. Who are these people? Hmm. Um, Someone just, who watched Spy Kids. Some people tweeted at me on Twitter and they're like, "Hey, the Dinkster Daily video is actually it spawned off of this other channel where this guy likes to use the Dinkster clip in his oh, videos." Oh, okay. Hmm. Sorry to poison the well there. In that case, in that case, I think I'm going to go Joe Dyson. Yeah, he's more original. Ooh, all right. I didn't know that that was a thing. Good candidates, though. Very good candidates. (laughs) Well, hey, thank thank the internet. Both of these were submitted by people through Twitter and (laughs) Twitter. Also, let's not besmirch somebody because they're like, well, someone else found this. No, no, no. no, It's like like us playing a video game and somebody like, you can't play that. Markiplier plays that game. PewDiePie plays like. Well, we 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 like both. It's not that, but no, no, that's what I mean. Though it's like we're all everything. It's not that, but my level of admiration is so high for someone that can identify that that is humorous. You You really Mm got to stop showing where he is. (laughs) (laughs) This was this is him on his vacation on the road. He's on the vacation. Oh, he he went to the ghost town of Austin, Nevada. Yeah, that was today. This video got, oh, boy. oh, wow. He's in the ghost town of Austin, Nevada. Do not track him. No dislikes, though. I like well, that. Well, you have two days head start before this video goes <laughs> live. <laughs> and if you uh, if you get in your car now and drive, then you can pitch a fit on Reddit about how you drove that long and didn't get to see Is there Joe a Trump Dyson. Pence uh, thing in the background? Yeah, it is. But oh, they're yeah. in Arizona. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to no, make a joke about Trump. No, that's Nevada. Doesn't seem like no, it's... No, no, oh, that's not his style. Yeah, he doesn't seem to dip into political too much. I don't know. We don't know. Right. It'd, probably, it'd probably be something like, Trump, you mean that insult comic dog? Nice. Man, I, or like, you, whoa, look at how, him doing physical how comedy. A, how can a hotel be president? And he's like outside the Trump hotel or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. This is, this is it'd great. It'd be safe. It'd be totally safe. He's even got some some moves there on yeah, stage. He's in the, he, He's shooting all over this ghost town. It looks like he's setting up his own tripod, hitting record, walking out, doing a joke, walking back and hitting. I Absolutely, love that's what he's him. doing. Fuck yeah, this guy. There. May a right. sex scandal never follow. Oh, thank God. Oh boy, I hope not. Please. The Dyson Show is the current champ of uh, hard netting. Nice. You're netting hard, Joe Dyson. So thank nice. you. Goodbye, Dinkster. Damn, I'm gonna watch that Dinkster every day now. Your 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 reign was brief but every beautiful. Day. All right, Ta-da. we're out of time. Thanks everybody for watching. Appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, talk wasn't too intense for you guys. Uh, we got post show coming up if you're watching live, so stay tuned for that. A lot of good fan art this week. A lot of sexy fan art this week. A little something for everybody this week, let me promise you that. Um, and if you're watching on a podcast platform or YouTube, thank you so much for spending your time with us. Uh, and yeah, not a whole lot of announcements to go around this week. You guys got anything? No. Bruce and I are uh, flying out oh, yeah. on Wednesday. London. We'll oh, see you London. We'll see you out there. See you in London, uh, y'all. You guys will be gone for a couple weeks. I'll yeah, be gone for yeah. 10. I'm going to be gone for like three weeks. I'll be gone for I'm 10 uh, days. finding myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the back of a storage closet in Berlin. Uh, Whoa! We'll see. The, uh, no, sec- that, that's a bad night. <laughs> the second episode of Twits and Crits, The League of Extraordinary Gyremen, uh, airs this Thursday on roosterteeth.com for first members. If you don't know about this, we're doing a mini series, uh, a, a, a standalone season of D&D. It's a little bit, uh, a little bit scary, a little bit spooky. There's lesbian sex. There's real sex. Vampires. There, there's a blind, deaf, and dumb person. Did you, did you see uh, the Shattercock reference pop up in the Overwatch subreddit? No. So, oh, because the Symmetra skin. The Symmetra skin leaked, yeah. and people oh. were like, "It looks like a tiefling." Someone says, "Shattercock, put your clothes on." Oh wow! And I was like, "Holy shit!" Oh, that's cool. weird. Different Shattercock. Oh, <laughs> there's a lot of them. Turns out. Either way. 
Alright, yeah. League of Extraordinary Gyreman. It's getting real haunted. It's fun. I'm Crazy. having a fun Spooky. time. We're dodging those legal... legal <laughs> yeah. laws. Are you oh. kidding? Alex G wouldn't come after yeah. us. What? Nice, <laughs> nice try, Alan Moore. <laughs> yeah, right. Alan uh, Moore didn't own him. That's why he may used him, so... Uh. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Thanks, everybody. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Nice whimper. Uh, right. If you're watching live, we'll be back in a minute. But if you're not, thank you again and have a great week, weekend, wherever you are in time. See you next time. Wherever Somebody you are, ring Joe the Dyson. dinkster. Yeah.